0: The title of my message today is No Pain, No Gain. No pain. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, promoting a gym. Okay, I'm not promoting a gym. I'm not promoting any kind of diet. Uh, I'm not uh, promoting any kind of fitness program. But what I'm promoting is the Word of God. And this title is based on the Word of God. No pain, no gain. And I want to begin by asking you a question. Have you ever walked through a situation in life Have you ever walked through a situation in life that left you wondering, why would God allow you to experience the hurt, the pain, or even discouragement that resulted? There's no doubt that some some challenges in life are the result of poor choices. I'm sure we all will agree with that. You know, some challenges in life are the result of poor choices. But for every believer, the reality is that we will walk through hardship and we will experience pain. Jesus told us pain and suffering would be a part of our lives. Jesus made it very clear. He said that pain and suffering would be a part of our lives. In John 16 verse 33, he said, I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. Everyone say, take heart. Because I have overcome the world. I've overcome the world. You know, I just love that Jesus doesn't simply say, we'll have trials and sorrow, and then he leaves it for us to figure it out. He doesn't say, you will go through suffering. You will go through pain. Now you figure it out on your own. I'm sorry, I can't help you. I I can't help you on this. You need to work it out for yourself. No, no, no. He doesn't say you figure it out on your own. Instead, He promises peace. And He reminds us that He has overcome the world. Meaning our hardships aren't without purpose. Our hardships aren't without purpose. You know, there's purpose in your pain. What do I mean by this? I've gone through some really painful times and pain is not good. How many of you like pain? Pain is not good. There was a person in the Bible, by the way, was named Pain. I'll speak about that maybe a week after next because next week we've got a really dynamic, full-on fit person preaching. Fabian. Fabian. Yeah. I'm really excited for our lineup of, of speakers this month, next month. And you know, it's, it's, it's amazing, it's just the work of God. But there was a person in the Bible who was named Pain. What a feeling. Hey, Pain, come here. Come home, dinner's ready, lunch is ready. Pain, don't hang around with these people, you're giving them enough pain. You know, come home. But no, none of us like Pain pain is not good it's not good you know I've gone through a lot of painful situations in life but I've learned a lot of good from those painful situations now hear me when I say this pain is not good but as a believer in Christ as you're journeying with God the lessons that you learn from the situations are good have you ever been in that place where you come out stronger and you've gone through something and someone similar is going through and you're like, I've been there, done that. I want you to know, God took me out of that mess. He's gonna do the same for you. And Jesus promises us peace and he reminds us that he has overcome the world. You know, this is why the Paul, this is why the, Paul, this is why the apostle Paul, this is why the apostle Paul, who experienced so much pain and difficulty, can boldly declare these words in Romans 8, 28. He said, And we know that for those who love God, all things, say all things, work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. And I want you to know that our pain and suffering have a purpose. Paul chooses his words carefully and he writes, We know For a man who underwent beatings, shipwrecks, multiple imprisonments, Paul recognizes something that is absolutely essential for us to remember as believers. Our pain is not meaningless, but it has a purpose. And not just some situations, Paul writes all things. God works out all things, all things together. Every individual God used, every individual God used mightily through scripture went through seasons of hardship. Mo- Moses had to flee his family who wanted to kill him. Elijah had people seeking his death. Queen Esther risked her life in order to save the Jewish people. Jesus' disciples were all martyred for their commitment to Christ and Savior. And our Savior, Jesus Christ, was beaten and crucified for all of us. Yet scripture repeatedly speaks to how our suffering never concludes without God's power working through. Scripture, sc- uh, scripture ne- never fails to, to amaze us. And scripture repeatedly speaks to how our suffering never concludes without God's power working through it supernaturally. We may never see what God is doing, but I want you to know that God is always at work. You might be going through something difficult right now, but I want you to know that God is at work in your life. God is at work in and around the situation as well. You know, our pain and suffering often sets us up to see God's supernatural working in our lives. And you know, as a family, we've experienced this truth firsthand over and over in our lives. You know, i Whatever the situation may be, whether it's whether it's being in a painful situation of our finances being exhausted for the month and God supernaturally providing through someone who left a whole bunch of stuff outside our door and left, and then us having much more for more than a month. You know, I keep you not. Those are painful situations, but there's no situation that God doesn't work through supernaturally. Whether it was us, after two years of having Ilana, you know, wanting to try for a second child and our friends all, over, all around us were having the second baby, the third baby, you know, and years just kept going by to a point where it was very painful, it was very, it was very heartbreaking, you know, it was, uh, to, to, to a point where, you know, uh, my wife Livia was all as good as going into depression you know, is something wrong with me? Is something, uh, you know, is, is, is there a problem? Very painful situations. Very painful. It, 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 was, it was one of the worst times. You know, and five years later, okay, five years later, we were running a school. We were running a school of supernatural ministry in Goa. And there's so, prof- there so many prophecies. There's so many promises that came over us, that came over Olivia. And it came to a point. I'm being very honest. I'm being very vulnerable over here. You know? When you hear, when you're expecting, when you're expecting and you're desiring something and when promises, promises, promises keep coming from a number of people, you kind of like try to figure out, God, are you in it? Are you there? You know, all of these promises are coming, but it's not coming to action. And all of these things, you know, it came a point where anyone would give anyone would Livia a prophetic word or, 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 or a promise. She'd be like, yeah, yeah, good. I claim it. We were waiting to see what God will do till one day she just decided to walk into the school you know the school that we were running she just decided to come into the school uh, and uh, when she walked into the school uh, the students over there just decided that they wanted to pray over Olivia and as they were praying over Olivia they just surrounded us you know uh, and uh, they were praying for us and they had visions they saw they again they, they, the prophetic words they had visions they said we see we see livia pregnant we see you carrying an on one hand you carry another baby in another hand you know and we see god's going to bless you all and all of these things and uh, again livia was crying you know she was weeping she was really waiting for 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 things. i mean she was exhausted you know and she was really waiting for something to happen we went back home we went back home and uh, uh, 5 weeks Five weeks and, uh, five weeks later, five weeks later, uh, she did a test and she found out that she was pregnant, you know, and I screamed, I was super excited, but because it was a Saturday, we couldn't go to the gynecologist and Sunday, we could, I mean Sunday is the day off back in India, so we went on Monday and uh, she did a checkup, she did a routine checkup and the gynecologist said that you were five weeks, two days pregnant. And when I backtracked, five weeks, two days were when she walked into the classroom. Five weeks, two days was when she walked into the classroom. You know, I'm telling you, you might be going through a moment of pain right now, but that's just for a moment. Because God will turn that to joy. The Bible says, weeping may last for a night. Now listen, God's timing and your time is completely different. God doesn't, put you to, God doesn't put you through something because he wants you to suffer. He puts you through something to endure hardship. He, puts you something, he, puts, he allows you to go through for, for, for a specific amount of time because he wants to build you up and make you stronger. So that when, when you experience that moment of joy, you will know how much more it is worth. Weeping may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I want you to know that regardless, regardless of what you're walking through today, you might be sitting over here and you might be thinking, God, why? What have I done to deserve this? You haven't done anything and you don't deserve it. You haven't done anything and you don't deserve it. God is your God and he will do what needs to be done for you. You don't deserve anything. You don't deserve pain. You don't deserve disappointment. You don't deserve uh, anything negative, anything that is not of God. God will do above and beyond what He needs to do for you. And regardless of what you walk, regardless of what you're walking through today or what challenges are ahead, I just want to give you four principles. Just four principles that will help you make it through difficult days. Four principles that will help you that that you're not walking alone but God walking with you will help you to walk this walk through your difficult days. The first thing I want to say is bring your pain to God. Don't run away from him. Bring your pain to God. Don't run away from him. Very often we when we go through a, when we go through a situation, we like to isolate ourselves. We like to we like to we like to go away from the crowd. We like to put ourselves in a corner and we like to say, I deserve this. No, no, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this. God wants you in those times more than ever before. Because God wants you to know and he wants you to realize that your breakthrough doesn't lie in your hands. Your breakthrough and everything you need lies with him and him alone. And he's more than able to do it. Don't run away from him. Bring your pain to God. You know when you run away from God in seasons of challenge, all you are left with is your own ability, your own limited ability to cope with what you're walking through. On the other hand, God invites us to draw near to him that we might experience his peace, healing, and closeness. And this is is what scripture points us towards. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. You know, like our need for a surgeon to address physical wounds to our body, God desires to conduct divine surgery on our soul which results in supernatural healing, despite how difficult our challenge. When we bring our pain to God, we recognize that there is a purpose And in time, the one who loves us unconditionally will reveal his divine purpose through it. The second thing, very quickly, is fill your life with God's word and God's people. Fill your life with God's word and God's people. You know, I've I've come across people and these are the kind of people you don't want to be around. Okay? These are the kind of people you don't want to be around. I've come across people when you're going through something, they'll come around you and very sweetly, you know, the, they'll use the best tone in their voice and say, "Maybe you need to embrace this. Maybe for what you've done previously, God's bringing this on you. You know, maybe because of of the way you treated that person, God's bringing this on you. This is not the God we serve. Okay, this is not the God we serve, and God will definitely not speak." God will definitely not highlight your foolishness or what you've done in the past to someone else. God will reveal himself to you and if he feels that you need to work on something and you need to release forgiveness towards someone else, he will do it to you because he's a personal God. He's a personal God. So Don't fall into this, into this uh, trap. Don't fall into this trap. You know, But have the right kind of people around you. People who will hang who will with you. Will encourage you Who would say don't worry we're gonna get through this together you might not be going through what the other person is going through but you can give them the assurance that I'm here with you I'm praying I'm praying for you I'm gonna encourage you no matter what we're gonna get through it. fill your life with God's Word and God's people the safest place to be is in the presence of God the safest place to be is in the presence of God The greatest place to be is in the presence of God. You are most protected when you are in the presence of God. You are most satisfied when you are in the presence of God. You You will experience greater high than the low that you are feeling in the presence of God. Get into God's Word because God's Word has every answer that you need for every situation. God's word will speak to you in every situation. Get in God's word. Fill your life with God's word. You know, if you fill your life with, if you fill your mind with wrong thoughts, God is mad at me. God is not good. Worst things are going to happen. You will struggle to experience the peace of God he promises to us in scripture. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts. And your minds in Christ Jesus. Bible also says. How sweet your words taste to me. They are sweeter than honey. Taste and see that the Lord is good. All the joys of those who take refuge in him. If you cannot taste. it's, It's obvious for a drink. Somebody will tell you this tastes so good. Without you tasting it. You will not know how good or how bad it is. In the same way, if you want to see the word of God work in your life, you need to get into the word of God and see how powerful it is. Not only for someone else, but it can be powerful for you as well. You need to taste and see and know that the Lord is good. He is good. When I discovered your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, O Lord God. Of heaven's armies when we fill our, when we fill our minds with God's word we're reminding ourselves of who our God is we're constantly reminding ourselves of who God is what he's like and we replace the lies of the enemy with the truth of our God we replace the lies of the enemy with the truth of our God don't be filled with worry Overflow with worship. Overflow with worship. Something powerful happens when we choose to worship God through our suffering. Praise Him when I feel it. I praise Him when I don't. There's something that happens. No matter how bad the situation may be, it may be a family situation, it may be a health situation, it may be a job situation, it may be a promotion situation. When you choose to praise God, you are not only changing what is inside, what's going on on the inside, you are changing the atmosphere around you. I praise Him when I feel it and I praise Him when I don't. As long as I'm breathing, I'm going to praise There's nothing that's going to bring me down. Whatever wall is standing before you today, you have it on your lips. You have the power on your lips to bring that wall down. There's a a family wall, there's a job wall, there's a promotion wall. As long as you're living, you have the ability and the power to praise and bring those walls down. Don't be filled with worry. Overflow with worship. When you choose to overflow with worship, the enemy is mad. He's furious. He's furious. He trembles. He trembles. Worship changes our perspective. Worship speaks about where our confidence and our hope lies. Worship speaks about where our confidence and our hope reside. Worship redirects our thinking. Worship places the results in God's hands. Whether your pain is the result of relationship challenges, financial struggle, health diagnosis, or anxiety about the future. When you begin to worship the Lord, when you begin to worship the Lord through your struggle, spiritual chains begin to break. Spiritual chains begin to break so that you aren't ruled by your circumstance but you set your sights on something higher. You set your sights on something higher. That is why Paul and Silas could praise God when they were chained in prison. They recognized that God was using their imprisonment for the spread of the gospel, which ultimately resulted in the first New Testament church on the continent of Europe. The last thing, believe that God will turn your sorrow into joy. Believe that God will turn your sorrow into joy. The Bible says he comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. He will turn your sorrow into great joy. And it will not only be great joy, but through what you went through, you will be able to encourage others and give them hope as well. Because you went through it. You saw what God did through your life. What God did in your life and through your life. What God did for you in that situation. And God brought you from that situation of darkness into His light. And so when God brings you into that place to experience His joy. He wants you to do the same for others who are suffering as well. He wants you to encourage others. It's not without. What you went through is not without purpose. It's not without purpose. There's a purpose, there's a plan and a purpose in everything God allows you to go through. It's to, it's to ultimately bring you joy, to bring your breakthrough, to bring your victory and also to spread that to others and encourage others to experience and believe God for the same. How good is that? How good is that? know, Revelation 21 verses 3-4 says, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, i going to jump down. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. For the former things have passed away. You know, humanity humanity loves movies that end with happiness and joy. Any any person who doesn't like a movie that ends with happiness? Please come to me. I'll speak to you after the service. We all love movies that end with happiness and joy because we've been created to know and walk with God. And for those who place their faith in Him, that ending will become our reality as well. That ending will become their reality as well. You know, in closing, I just want to say this. As you walk through suffering today, or in the days to come, I'm not praying it over you. I'm I'm not claiming it over you. But the Bible says, this world, we will have suffering, but I have overcome the world. We will go through difficult times, not because God wants to punish you. God wants to make you stronger. You know, some of the best, some of the best lessons in life, I've learned going through the wilderness period. Some of the best lessons. It's made me a lot stronger. It's allowed me to see different situations with a different perspective, through God's perspective, and it's also enabled me to encourage others going through a similar situation. Some of the best experiences are the wilderness experiences. But God says, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift that will... And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. And then he goes on to say in Matthew, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age, even to the end of the age, I want you to know, no matter what you're going through, God is with you in every situation, no matter what pain you might be going through this this afternoon, I want you to know that that is not the end result, God has a plan and a purpose for what you're going through, and he's going to bring you to a glorious place. He's, going to, he's, going to, he's not only going to take you through that painful situation, but He's going to bring you out stronger. He's going to bring you out stronger because your suffering is not going to last for long. You are going to experience the joy of the Lord. He's going to do a work in you, for you, in you and through you that's going to be a testimony to the people around you.